Welcome, everybody, to the Resistance broadcast. We are live, baby! <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Two weeks in a row, we are live. Hoping I just wake up my son. Maybe. We'll see. We'll find out in a second. Um, but, but yeah, thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Uh, yeah, two weeks in a row, doing a live show, impromptu little deal here on this Thursday night. So thanks, you, thanks to everybody out there for taking the time to join us. Uh, Lacey and James with me, as always. Uh, Lacey, happy birthday, Eve. Oh, my goodness. It is. In fact, almost my birthday. It's true. Yes. Yes. We are Everything a few hours away. Everything you've heard is true. Yeah. Everyone's talking about WandaVision. We're talking about Lacey's birthday here, folks. I mean, I'm <laughs> also talking about WandaVision. That yeah. show is so good, but that's not that yeah. what this podcast is about. But No, no. This is a Star Wars podcast. <laughs> uh, we, we like to talk about that sort of stuff here. You guys so didn't hear about the crossover? Oh, they are doing it? So Feige, Feige, Feige lied. <laughs> yeah. Son no. of a... I tell you that. Feige, man. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> Kevin Phony. Um, all right, so uh, you're gonna see that on a YouTube video tomorrow, Kevin Phony. Yeah, Kevin Phony. Oh yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure. It's, but you gotta spell it with an F though. F O N E Y. Phony. Uh, <laughs> Lacey, any big plans for the birthday? I know it's see, we're still in crazy times here. Um, but... not really. Probably watching yeah. a lot of Star Wars. You know, nothing yeah. crazy. Nice. Right eating, on. Watching Star cake. Wars is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tastes good. How about some blue macarons? That would be lovely, but I don't think so. Just cake. All right, All right. just cake. Um, James, what's uh, what's up, buddy? I know you said you were recently uh, ice skating with the fam. Yeah, uh, Bennett's first ice skating thing, and my um, my sister in law and her family, their kids are like big, big, big hockey kids. Like they're a big hockey family. And so, um, and that's an expensive sport. So my wife's like, oh my God, I hope I don't, I hope Bennett doesn't get into hockey, but of course he's just looking up to them and he's like, I want a hockey stick. I want to hit the puck <laughs> in, the, in the net thing. And like, he just like, in the net thing. well, yeah, I mean like he just, he absolutely loved it. Like, I don't nice, know if he was man. good or bad for a kid, his age, like we're holding on to him, but he like wanted to do it so bad and was struggling through it, you know? And, um, I feel like he did a good job, but I, I don't really know what to expect. He's three, man. No, I know, but I'm saying like, should a three-year-old just like nothing, like do absolutely yeah. nothing? I I, I kind of feel like he was like trying, so I don't really know well, where that limitation ben, is. But Bennett is officially a better ice skater than me because I, f- little fun fact, I've never gone ice skating. Really? Own. Never. I did no. once and I hated it. <laughs> I, I figured, uh, yeah, I figured I would hate it too. But uh, anyway, um, yeah. Before we get going here, we have a, a really cool show to get into. So thanks to everybody for joining yeah. us. Um, if you are on Twitter, uh, tweet out, uh, retweet or quote tweet that we got the episode going. We appreciate that. If you don't mind doing the normal stuff, liking the video and, and leaving some comments. Uh, also, obviously, we have a lot of people here in the live chat, which is very cool. And uh, just share it with a friend. We appreciate it because. Uh, we're small time and we like to, uh, to rely on everyone to spread the word via word of mouth to help yeah. us grow. We appreciate that very, very much. That's what um, you can get me for my birthday. A like on this video. <laughs> yep. There you go. Hey. I, I just got, I got you a birthday gift. Cause I liked this video when we posted it before. Oh my <laughs> God, John. Look at I you. liked our own, <laughs> I liked their own video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, we want to send everybody over to uh, jewelrybrands.shop. Also our buddies over there have some pretty cool star Wars merch. You've probably been seeing the ads on some of our episodes. Uh, use code TRB at checkout for 10% off. 
And then also uh, Weird Brothers. Talk about small business uh, down in Virginia. Weird Brothers holding it down, making some awesome coffee. We collaborated with them to make the Resistance Brew. Uh, so go to weirdbrothers.com, look up the Resistance Brew, buy a bag of coffee. You're helping a small business and small-time podcasters. So we appreciate that. Uh, James, the Resistance Report, a uh, lot of wild, spicy stuff that we can dig into. Just when we thought the Gina Carano stuff was the tip of the scale, uh, Ryan Johnson resurfaces. And there's always it's always <laughs> a hot button. It's always a hot button issue. So let's dive into uh, the Resistance Report. Well, there it is, John, the resistance report with our amazing graphics. Um, <laughs> First of all, thank you, Andrew. Hey, super chat. Happy Andrew birthday Staley. to me. Thank you. Andrew's got a big um, pod race coming up on Monday. He does. Um, looking he forward did. to uh, seeing that, especially with, I'm not going to say what, but his choice was wonderful. That's all I'm going to mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, this week... Um, Let's kick it off with the Ryan Johnson talk, like you were saying, John. Um, the story this week is that um, he kind of gives an off-the-record update on his Star Wars trilogy. trilogy. Uh, it came from Trinity. a fan. That was a me um, moment. We don't edit yeah. our podcast anyway, so if it was a regular episode, it would have said Trinity there, it. too. Trinity. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, could, I should have said Trinity because then it would have been the Matrix Trinity. I right? don't know. For some reason, it would that's have so funny. Somehow Trinity. worked. <laughs> Trinity. Yeah. No, uh, he gave an update on his Star Wars trilogy. Uh, this was from uh, a fan that had a, a won an auction for a private video chat with him. Um, but uh, the fan did go on to, you know, kind of throw out a couple things that he did say <laughs> confirming the tragedy of Dark Kyle, <laughs> Kyle Baker Kale Baker so fast the tragedy of Dark <laughs> um, <laughs> but the quote was uh, <laughs> yes Ryan's Star Wars tragedy is still on uh no dates or timelines because he has other projects going on but it is happening um so again we're just getting that that whole like revamp of um a a reminder that that this thing isn't going anywhere um but let's talk about it a little bit john what are your thoughts on um ryan johnson you know still sticking to his guns here Imagine if someone yeah. uses this in their article and they their headline says Trigidy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Trigidy right, is funny. We, we can definitely make that a bit going forward without a doubt. Um, <laughs> yeah, so this is a crazy thing because there's so many moving parts here. And, you know, with the way the telephone game goes with blogging and social media, this thing really got twisted up and facts got thrown out and different things got thrown in so to try to base it down to the facts first a lot of blogs had this going around that this was an interview with usa today and that it was being transcribed to be posted at a later date meaning his quotes and his actual words and all that stuff none of that is the case so this has nothing to do with usa today this has nothing to do with any publication and none of his words from this chat are going to be made public. That was part of the policy. All it was was like if you win an auction with somebody, uh, like a celebrity meet and greet on a private chat, that's all it is. So she had a face-to-face with Ryan Johnson. Uh, but no one's ever going to know what he actually said. Uh, it's never going to be published anywhere. And she, as far as I know, the fan had, has 
no affiliation with any publication or anything like that. So just just because those are the facts, and you know, there's not this is you know objective here. Those are the objective facts of the situation. Now, with that said, this does not mean what she is saying is inaccurate. So people need to compartmentalize. Like mm-hmm. you need to understand. Like here are the facts, but also at the same time, she probably saying what he said. But at the same time, we don't know how he said it. She could have just said, uh, "Are you still doing the Star Wars trilogy? We really want to see it." And he said. Yeah, you know, I'm working on stuff. Uh, not, you know, not right now. Whatever. It, it, who knows how he said it or what he said? You know, because we don't have actual quotes. And mm-hmm. um, what I found the most interesting about it is, and since this was, I guess, public, I don't think he'll mind me saying it, is like even uh, Clayton Sandell, who's an ABC News world reporter, a renowned world reporter for a major network, said, "Is there a transcript available for the interview?" And he got torn to shreds by fans who were saying, like, how dare you question the validity of this? And it's just it's just crazy how social media really warps reality. Um, But either way, let's say this is accurate. And this, you know, I assume it is. I'm not uh, I don't see why she would make anything like this up. But we need to understand that just because you want something so bad to happen doesn't mean you need to push away the facts of a situation. So so the facts here are that this was an agreed upon auction one. She paid money to win an auction to speak with Ryan Johnson. That's great. She also did it with Daisy Ridley, as I understand it. And she put out what she took from it onto her Twitter. So these aren't Ryan Johnson's official words. And that's why we personally did, weren't able to report it from Star Wars Newsnet because we didn't have his words. We're just going by this person who we don't know and again, that doesn't mean she's lying, but we don't know this person. So anybody can be saying anything. So people need to compartmentalize stuff. It, you, it's not only Sith deal in absolutes. So you need to understand like there's facts of situations, but also saying there's, this is probably true at the same time. Um, and then with that said, in terms of hit, you know, him working on this and, and that sort of thing, I, I, you know, I, I still don't know um, because his last actual him talking about it was last year when like movie brothers or somebody like that did this big splash saying it's canceled and no one had heard from these guys. So when Ryan got wind of it, because anytime Ryan Johnson's name comes up, it explodes no matter what it is. And people tag him. Yeah. Yeah. And I know firsthand, you know, and he caught wind of their story. And this was literally a year ago. And he said, uh, sorry to the movie brothers. And he said it politely. He's like, I am still, it's not true. I'm still working on it. But, you know, Lucasfilm hasn't commented on this thing in two years. And all I'm going to ask is that I think it's very, I think Disney and Lucasfilm need to address this. Otherwise, it's just going to get uglier because all you have is Ryan thrown out there to the wolves. And he, he doesn't mind it because he doesn't engage on social media. Some A lot of other famous directors don't do that. He does. And that's fine. But he's out on this lonely island. I wonder if he's like, hey, guys, can you step in here and say, like, yes. Ryan is still working on his movies. They're not. So that makes me ask questions. Why aren't they? They did mm-hmm. this whole big webcast. They talked about all these movies that are coming up. He's not listed on any of them. All these 10 shows that are coming up, his name doesn't come up. Celebration, he wasn't talked about. D23, he wasn't talked about. All these webcasts and all these uh, investors calls, he's not talked about. As fans, I, I really like The Last Jedi. And you know what? I would like to see Ryan Johnson do more Star Wars. We got to be asking these questions. 
And I think it would be better for fandom, better for Star Wars, and better for everybody if Lucasfilm just came out, whether it's canceled or whether it's on. Just give us an update on this officially announced project that you revealed four years ago. And that's where I'm that's where I'm leading off here. Yeah, I'm definitely I'm definitely with you on I'd like to see more information about, you know, what's happening. And um, uh, my my point with it. Um, and I'll talk about that as soon as we get to Lacey, but it's just like, I, I don't, I don't understand. It could go either way. We're like sitting on a wall. I feel like it could fall this way, fall that way. So we just, you kind of got to make a decision on which side you land on, but Lacey, where, where are you? No, landed go ahead. On this? Finish your thought, James. I'm interested to hear what you say. I mean, it's, it's not a lot. It's just, I, I feel, I feel positive about it happening because there isn't really a reason to think that it isn't happening other than time. Um, and there has been lots of movies that, I mean, like, I think, I, I think I posted this once before something like t- 2014 was when, uh, the rock was cast as black Adam and it's like, still not happening. <laughs> we're, we're still very, very far away from that movie happening, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. keep talking, they keep saying it's going to happen. Um, and recently we got like a trailer for it and it was like artwork, like concept artwork. And it's like. I mean, I know that's further along than what Ryan's doing, but still that's like six years later, you know, seven years later almost. So, I mean, things just sometimes fall into weird little holes. My thing with it is I, I, I feel like, I feel like it would be very easy for Lucasfilm to just clear this up if it is canceled. Why don't they just come out and say that it is in fact canceled? But then I can also go on. It's, it's so simple. Why don't they just come out and say that it's still happening? Like it's just as easy to go either way. So there's something else going on here. And I don't know if it's like a contract thing or if it's like a, a, a handshake agreement thing where they're like, Hey, there's a lot of heat around your name right now. Why don't you go out? Why don't you do more movies? Why don't we trust you? We know you're going to do great. Do knives out too, or whatever, you know, just keep building the repertoire. And when you eventually do come back, which you have these movies guaranteed, um, maybe by then people will have different eyes on, on the situation. They'll be like, Oh, we're getting Ryan Johnson, the Academy award winning director, you know, who did this and this and worked with these people and stuff. And I I mean, I don't know. It it also kind of makes me wonder why, why would they, he would be in the know. Why would they cancel his stuff? And then he continues to say that it's not, that it is happening. You know, why would he continue to say that it's still happening? Because uh, we talked about this last time, and this is a little different because this was a fan interaction. And so, if he were to, if he was like, "Oh, this thing's canceled," but if I say, if I tell this person it's canceled, they're gonna go with it, and this is not the right time. So, I understand this could be a scenario where he like lies about this for the white lie for this situation. But like, the most recent time still sticks out to me that like he was the the report was that it was canceled and that it wasn't happening and he didn't have to speak up and he went out of his way to be like, yes, it is happening. Um, I don't know why Disney doesn't mention it at their investors meeting, but maybe it's because it falls into the five plus year plan that they did not want to roll out at this time or something. I, I don't know, but just something about it still says if it really was canceled, they would cancel it. There's no shame in that. So they're, they're, they have plans 
and we just don't know what the plans are. It just feels weird because it's been so long and we're all anxious for it. But I think it's still there. I think it's still happening. But Lacey, all right. I gave, I gave mine. I want to hear what you have to say now. I think that uh, they've put Ryan in a tough situation because they haven't come back out and said that it's still happening. And I think that's the best thing that Disney and Lucasfilm can do right now for Ryan is say like, hey, yeah, of course it's still happening. Even if it's like literally that, of course it's still happening. Because I think there's a lot of confusion and kind of muddiness surrounding this project because he got the project in November of 2017. The Last Jedi came out. Some people didn't like it. Some people did. That year, Ron, uh, Ram Bergnet, Bergman, his like producing partner, gave an interview where he talked about working on the project and said that they were working on it and we would probably see it released in, I don't know, I think he said, quote, I don't know, two years or something. Well, we're at that point. And every time along the way, Ryan's been asked about it because Star Wars is a very hot topic. It's a clickable topic that people want to hear the latest updates of, especially yeah. with Ryan Johnson. So he's been asked on the red carpet at multiple different events. Uh, and he's always been like, it's happening. It's happening. There was one time he did say, I don't know. I haven't heard about it lately. There was a comment. We're, we're still talking. Mm -hmm. We're still talking. Yeah, we're still talking. And it was just one of those comments that you're like, huh? And then for this story to come out um, after the Disney Investor Day, where he doesn't mention it at all. And again, they went through all their upcoming projects, similar to the way that we've always wanted with Marvel, the way they do their yeah. projects they did for Star Wars, which is awesome. It was great. I loved it. It was very weird that they didn't mention him, even mm -hmm. if it's already happening and they were only announcing new mm -hmm. stuff. You think they would still tell investors, hey, invest in Disney. This project's still going on. So these are all the new things, but these are things we've already talked about which they already did yeah. with a couple things. Um, so it was just a little weird that he wasn't mentioned at all. And then this yeah. comment comes from a charity interview that is off the record. They're not allowed to record or anything with. And I'm not saying that anybody's lying. That is not what I'm saying at all. And at the end of the day, nope. I want this project to happen. I would love to see this trilogy. I think Ryan did an amazing job with The Last Jedi. I think... You know, people didn't like choices he made, but that's just that's the fun of a movie is everyone's not going to like every single thing that a director or writer or whoever does. That is how creative work goes. That being said, more Star Wars is always great Star Wars. So I want this trilogy to happen. It's just really weird that we haven't gotten any updates on it. And this is the update we're getting, and it's not from Lucasfilm. It's from kind of like John said, a game of telephone. And I'm not saying that anybody lied, but at the same time, when nope. someone like Ryan is in a personal conversation that he knows is off the record, where someone's asking him, hey, is that still happening? It would have been more news if he said it wasn't than if he said it was. Right. So even if he has no update, He's going to give the PR answer of, yeah, of course, we're working on it. I've got other stuff going on. Don't worry, it's still happening. Yeah, the biggest because... way to take this whole thing is that this is a non-update. It's not an update. Right. It's, it's, it's just it's still said, happening. He gives an off-the-record update to his, but it's it's not an update. It's just right. a repeat and it, of the same news we already knew. 
And I just really wish that they would come out with an official announcement with an update, even if it's, hey, from Lucasfilm, yes, of course this project is happening. Don't be silly. We've already announced it. Because yeah. I know you said, James, if it wasn't happening, they wouldn't say anything or they would have mm. said it wasn't happening. But at the same time, they've had a lot of production problems over the past few years with their productions that something like this, that is such a controversial topic with Ryan Johnson, uh, they might want to avoid it right now with everything that's going on, especially because Disney's not in a great place money wise. So the last thing that they need is more controversy. So I could see it being like with uh, I don't episode think this is nine controversy, though. It it is in the sense they, that I think they people canceled, bring up like, stuff. Yeah, uh, we're, we're we're moving in a different direction. We've agreed that you know it's whatever. Like sure, Star Wars fans are going to be like, oh, the drama, but it, but I don't sure. I, but, but I'm from saying a that movie business standpoint, I don't feel like that's much right but what i'm saying is is that they kept them firing or parting ways with colin trevorrow for about four months before they announced it yep yes so True, i'm saying but they didn't you said it. that right but i'm saying you said oh well if it's not happening they would have just said it not necessarily they could just be holding on to the information but that being said the announcement is still on starwars.com it's still known to be happening I just, at the end of the day, would wish that an announcement would come up with a new update. Yeah. Like, hey, right. this right. is who's working it's, on it with him. Like, it, it, anything. It's, it, it's bizarre that, as far as I know, the last time we heard anything from Lucasfilm talking about it was like Kathleen Kennedy at Celebration saying, uh, yeah, we have some great ideas or something like that. And that was two years ago. And maybe someone has a better timestamp, but I don't remember anything since then. And other than him, like I said, just being man on his own out there having to keep saying this. It's like the reversal of Ewan McGregor telling people he's not coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's Ryan yes, Johnson saying, I am making my movie. Yes. Yeah, right. And anytime someone's involved with Star Wars ever, whether the, you played a stormtrooper for three minutes or you directed a saga film, anywhere you go, they're going to ask you about your experience with Star Wars. So no matter where he goes, whether it's Knives Out 2, Knives Out 7, Knives Out 27, he's going to be on the press tour. People are going to ask him about his Star Wars movies. So it's always going to come up with him. So that's why they need to, they got to address this. Like they, 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 we know that Star Wars of all these franchises from actual experiences, they know they're dialed in and conversations the three of us have had with people, they are dialed into the fandom and the ugliness mm -hmm. of fandom whether you people who hate Disney and Kathleen Kennedy or people who love Ryan Johnson more than anything in the world, they are dialed into all of that. And they, if they come out and just at least address it in, in some way, it will ease the craziness of people making things up. And again, this story, I'm not saying this story is made up, but that game of telephone we talked about, you have a fan pays to win an auction, which I don't even know what the charity was. I don't know if that it was mentioned. But mm. to have a private conversation with somebody that the, the rule is that this cannot be released. You're not allowed to release quotes from him. You can't put out the video. You can't put out the transcript. So he goes into that conversation, like you said, Lacey, knowing that. But then, you know, I guess she took it upon herself to, to put out parts of it that she wanted or liked or whatever. And I don't know if that was allowed i guess maybe because she didn't use quotes i don't know how these things work i don't have enough money to to buy interviews with <laughs> i'm not getting my my favorite auctions with harrison ford the yankees nobody but uh so i mean it's good that she got to do this but the fact that 
if you really think about it in a vacuum, really think about this right now, real quick. And I guess we, you know, we probably have to move on to other stories. Our update that all these blogs and all these stuff covered, and it turned into these twisted and distorted things that it was an interview with USA Today reporters, and that it's going to be transcribed and posted soon on like popular blogs, man. And like here we are as podcasters having to talk about that. All came from a fan private chat that they purchased with Ryan Johnson. And meanwhile, Lucasfilm and Disney are in the background seeing all this happen and not Mm -hmm. saying a damn thing. And that, to me, is crazy. So something is going on. I'm not saying he's canceled or it's still going on. The fact that they're not saying anything, it's wild. And they need to do it. They need to address it. Even if it was literally, hey, this movie's happening in 2030. Here's the title. Or don't even give us the dates. Just say he is absolutely still, we're still working with Ryan Johnson. We want everyone to know that Mm -hmm. here's a press release, you know, or yeah, something, but yeah, Yeah, yeah. it's it's wild. So we do have a super chat from the kind of vacants, Mark. Thank you so much for the super chat, which was agreed. It's a non update. Maybe a compromise is coming. Maybe Ryan Johnson writes only. Maybe it's a trilogy for Disney Plus only using stagecraft. I think stock in Ryan Johnson has only risen since the rise uh, uh, the last yeah. jedi i agree knives out was amazing yeah. i loved knives out yeah. um but i agree i think this is a non-update and i was really shocked at how many people were like see this is a big deal and i'm like this is exactly qu- word for word what he said previously like this isn't anything new and like yes it's great to hear him say it but we have heard him say it guys like multiple red carpets multiple interviews basically anytime he got interviewed about knives out he got interviewed about star wars and we were we were going to call this episode the non-news Ryan Johnson Star Wars news, but we we didn't want people to take it the wrong way. But it really it really is. And Mark, thanks for the super chat. <laughs> Mark followed yeah. up. Thank you again for a super chat, Mark. To kind of awakens the vacants. Uh, Mark said that would be funny if Ryan Johnson comes on stage and says, "Kathleen, ask me if my trilogy is happening," and then she answers, <laughs> "No." So the actual reversal of you and McGregor. Oh, yeah. McGregor. You had a balance in the force. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love how he said that. Yes, you and McGregor. But yeah, I mean, overall, again, I I really hope this happens because I want more Star Wars than less Star Wars. I just would love some clarity. And I think all fans would appreciate more clarity. And we we got it in the right direction with the Disney Investor Mm -hmm. Day. So I think we're moving in that direction, which is wonderful. Um, But with this project in particular, especially because they've already announced it so much so many years ago. Just give us a quick update. Say, hey, this is the stage we're at or something. Any Well, yeah. And I mean, that Disney investor meeting, too, was like it was great and we loved it. And I don't want to bash on it at all, but there were still lots of things in that. That's like, wait a minute. Hold on. You announced the Lando (laughs) series, but you have no actors connected to it. You know what I mean? Or it's like uh, we now are knowing now the Gina Carano thing, you know, as well. Or like the whole the next chapter of the Mandalorian starts in Christmas. And it's like, wait, what, what does that mean? <laughs> <You know>? Speaking <laughs> Michael of... Michael said maybe they're waiting for Lacey's birthday. That's they might it. be. That's yeah. it. They That's operate the around me. <laughs> James, speaking of, uh, speaking of Gina Carano, huh? Yeah, so there was a... Um, so immediately following all of the, the like big, big event, um, 
right? There was another report that came out that was a little bit more of a like behind the scenes breakdown. And that was the Hollywood reporter that, um, that posted that now initially what they posted, um, said one thing and they've kind of, they reached out to Lucasfilm and someone, a source from Lucasfilm, um, kind of rebuttaled that. So I'll, I'll read verbatim what it said, what it says now in the article after the update, it says insiders say Cara Dune wasn't part of the star Wars series. Next up a Boba Fett spinoff, but expect that the character will be recast down the road for both story and merchandising purposes, period. The next sentence is a source at Lucasfilm says that a recasting is not expected. However, um, so who and the source, the, the source, the, the insiders or the, the source, the source is Ryan Johnson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's actually going to Ryan Johnson's uh, trilogy. Um, no, um, no. So this is this is a. I, I, I don't want to say this is not story either, but it's like, who do you believe the insiders or the sources? Um, now granted the sources are from Lucasfilm, but you know, sources inside Lucasfilm, people who work there could be speculating just as well. Um, and the insiders could be the people who know people and have their connections and they know what's the source going on. Inside Lucasfilm could be like um, uh, a marketing person. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And no clue. Oh. So it's kind of one of those things. We just wanted to highlight it here that um, initially the report was that uh, she was in fact going to be uh, expected to, or uh, sorry, she was going to be recast because of story and merchandising purposes. That's what makes the most sense. But then now someone from Lucasfilm is, mm-hmm. is saying off the record, no, we're not doing that. That um, So I guess maybe we can take a second here again and kind of uh, either talk about like uh, which one we think is more likely. Lacey, what do you think? I think that Cara Dune is, as John named our episode last week, <laughs> done. I think that they, everything that surrounds the scenario with Gina Carano it's just not good for star Wars and what other, whatever side you're on, it's just not good. They don't want that to be a part of star Wars. So she's no longer with star Wars. They're pulling all the toys from the shelves. Like she's just going to be gone and they're going to write her out and she's going to go to the like far reaches of the galaxy and never be seen from again. Um, Dune's and Dilly. I- yeah, I did have to laugh. I saw a video that was floating around of like, oh, she went back to her home planet and that and died on her way. I was like, she can't. She's from Alderaan. God, you guys aren't Star Wars fans who ever made this video. <laughs> I was like that person online. Um, but that being said, I think that they were never going to recast her. I think it sucks because, again, I said this last week and I'll say it again. Ultimately, the people that get hurt the most are the fans. If you liked Cara Dune as a character, you're getting hurt. The story is not the way John John Favreau intended it to be now because this whole character has to be removed and switched around or whatever. And I still think Dave Filoni and John Favreau, Favreau are the best of the best, and they'll find a perfectly great explanation and creative way to figure it out. Um, but it just kind of it just kind of sucks. Um, the other thing I noticed is that she was making like twenty five to what fifty grand an episode. Mm-hmm. I'd like to make 25, 50 grand an episode. <laughs> Tell you that. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested to see what characters they I'll bring be, in. I'll be Cara Dune. Let's make a call. I really hope they they keep um, 
a character like her around because she she was great. Like ah, in season one, my gun is jammed. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. There we go. The part fell off. Yeah. Um, and then there was the like, how does a a, a laser gun jam? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's yeah. jammed. What? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. John, what, I, I guess what what do you think on this? Do you think that it makes more sense that she would be recast or uh, that she would be just written off? <laughs> um, yeah, what's what's funny about this whole thing is like the Hollywood Reporter thing said their first report was insiders say. Um, and then, like you said, James, they came back with the Lucasfilm source who said they're they're not expected to recast her in The Mandalorian. They were very specific in saying the Mandalorian. So that like the nuance of all this is like weird. And, you know, THR, uh, they're a big trade. So they're obviously reputable. Um, mm-hmm. It's possible with both sources are right in a way where maybe they are recasting her, but it's not going to be. She's gone from the Mandalorian. And Favreau's like, we're scrubbing her from this show, but we're going to recast her and give the character a fresh start over here. That's possible. That is possible. Um, but with the Lucasfilm source saying we're not expecting to recast her in the Mandalorian, gone. Uh, so we're, you know we're not going to expect to see her there. But in my opinion, though, like you guys are saying, it's a, it's a small character, man. And sure. it's just like, imagine we were dealing with this, and the person doing this stuff was Ewan McGregor or Daisy Ridley, and yeah. we had to deal with like, guys, Ray is gone from Star Wars, or Obi Wan Kenobi series is canceled. That I would cry would, again. I mean, everyone announced it's canceled. <laughs> I don't know how the heck you would make it if you did episode seven, episode eight, and then you had to fire Daisy Ridley. No, I'm saying like, like say like say they wanted to bring Daisy back in the future, and something oh. happens, you know, because she's still really young, and I think she's still going to come back. But just as an example, put that idea in your mind of the the scale of a big person in Star Wars and that happening. That would be a disaster for them. And really for us as fans, this mm-hmm. is like such a small character, Cara Dune. Like she was fine. Like, she, first of all, Gina Carano is not a good actor. And I'm glad we could say it now because everyone thinks she's a bad person now when she was never a good actor, even when people thought she was a good person. But it's a it's a it's a small character. It's not a big deal. She can still be a, the sheriff on Navarro. And the Mandalorian as a story never goes back to Navarro and they can bring her back in a comic or something. Or, like we're saying, maybe they do recast her, but it's not going to be in The Mandalorian. And they're going to start new, fresh with a new Cara Dune actor over on blank show here. or whatever. Give all the so, lines to Carson Tava. Come on, guys. Do the right thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, it's a big deal when we're in the bubble of diehard Star Wars fans, and it does trickle out to the fringe fans who have gotten into The Mandalorian because of the phenomenon of Grogu and just mm-hmm. the success of the show in general, because John Favreau is just a God powerhouse of yeah. filmmaking. But with that, to that point, it happened under the right show because who to better handle something like this than John Favreau. I feel I totally secure. have confidence that he's going to do the right thing. I just feel I terrible feel, yeah. because he does care about his story. So sure. the fact that he had to write this character out, which he sure. cast, uh, Gina Carano himself and picked her right. and yeah. you know it just kind of sucks but like who 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 better to trust to take care of this and fix it than him and also Dave Filoni 
So I, I feel really comfortable with all the situations involved. It could be a lot worse. It could have been a really big name star. It's not. It could have been a big character. It's not. And we have two awesome teammates working to make these stories work together so well. Some of the best writers in Star Wars history with Filoni and being a showrunner on the animated side. And then you have John Favreau, who's the, the king right now of, of filmmaking. He's untouchable uh, for the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Resurrected Robert Downey Jr.'s career from the gutter. Uh, they'll make... They'll, we'll be fine and everything's gonna be okay we'll get past this so in my opinion just rip that band-aid off goodbye Cara Dune thanks for being an okay character and we move along the convey X goes down the track we're gonna mm-hmm. be all right I do have some that was a nice reference right there uh some super chats first of all we were making a joke about making 50k an episode Michael said here's a start oh <laughs> Michael thanks super buddy. Chat. <laughs> uh then we have another super chat from Lando C he returns hey. He, uh, he said, happy B-Day, Lacey. Have a spotchka on me. There you go. Nice. I will. Thank you, Lando. Appreciate Thank it. You. Thank you. Um, oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, you... Here's my oh. birthday gift I want, KLB. Yeah. The official uh, yellow lightsaber announcement. That would, it's be, that would be something. Yak Face That's... tweeted about it the other day, and I was like, don't tease that. me, Yak Face. Yeah, he's, he's, he's usually pretty <laughs> on the money with that stuff. So. And everyone doesn't realize, like, sometimes you think when people tweet and stuff and they write in caps, you're like, Oh, they're just being stupid and exaggerating. I literally yell those things out loud. When I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. I don't think there's anything I can add to that story that you guys, you know, didn't say I, I can retouch very lightly on something. Have one that more. I Sorry. Sure. Go ahead. Brian Landers. Thank you for the super chat said next season should be about the dark saber and Mando's like Bo and the other Mando's. I agree. Yeah. It yeah. should focus yeah. on them. That's where the story yeah. is. It probably will. Thank you for yeah. the super chat. Much appreciated, Thank you, Brian. Brian. Um, th- is the 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 fact that you don't want another actress to have to deal with replacing that role of that character? Like, if you're going to bring in a new upcoming actress that you think is great, that could is going to be a good addition to the show and is going to fit and vibe with these characters and uh these other people who are putting on the show um on screen like you're just immediately putting that person in a in a bad situation of like compare i mean you might be you might be saying like oh well this one blows the other actress out of the water or whatever but so that might be like a little bit of an alley-oop but i'm saying like just the just the connection with the character like there's all these hashtags out that are like cancel care dune and stuff it's like now this person has the, I don't know. It's just, it's not a good thing. So everything that you guys were saying, it's like, just get rid of the small character and bring in someone new and give that person the opportunity to have their own unique special character that they can cultivate um, yeah. and and be really proud of when they see when they see the action figure. They're like, oh, that's me. And it's not like, well, that one was Gina. This other one is me i I don't know it's Mm -hmm. weird yeah and Mm -hmm. i I just don't think you want to mess with that and um obviously the sources uh or the insiders were saying for merchandising purposes and stuff but it's like that doesn't seem to be the case it doesn't seem like they're relying anything on um oh man but we've got all these toys or these toy options because they they just immediately pulled all the toys so they obviously don't care Um, hope you guys bought those up by the way (laughs) yeah Christmas season season one shows you how much John Favreau cared about merchandise when they didn't 
push any baby right. Yoda stuff baby so they Yoda. could reveal the character. Yeah. All right. Um, another uh, story that we wanted to talk about this week, uh, moving on, is that Boba Fett is uh, officially returning, right? Um, so he is going to be, I know we're getting the Boba Fett series, but in the comic world, um, uh, we've only really seen him in the bounty hunters thing, but he's getting his own series now, uh, with the war of the bounty hunters, Marvel comic, um, and a little preview went up, uh, about an episode of the first issue where he loses his, um, Han in carbonite <laughs> bounty, I guess, <laughs> I don't know, uh, whatever but yeah uh, what do you guys think of this did, did did the artwork pop out to you you are self-proclaimed um boba fett fans now fett demption is real um so does this <laughs> actually pique your interest james John? what you you are the bigger of the comic readers so i, I want to what, what was your thoughts on this you go first we've been um, we've been hogging up the time here i feel like well it is my bur- <laughs> yeah go ahead james no nah. I, I mean, I don't know. My, my thing is like, I'm actually, I don't know if this is disappointing to some people, but like, I am starting to fall into that whole thing. Like, I don't think I can keep up with these comics. Like, there's just so many of them. Um, and I'm, um, I'm reading the books and we're putting more into the show and stuff. And I'm like, when I started this, I'm going to read all the comics. I really did not have this podcast and <laughs> other stuff going on. I didn't even have Bennett, you know, um, dude. Yeah. And so like life goes on and I'm, I'm realizing, you know, I've, I've, I was reading every single one of them and I was reading every single one of them multiple times. There was even a point when I, I bought all of them and then justified I, I would sell them at, for half the cost. And then it was only like being able to read them for half the cost. And then I got to a point where I was like, Oh, I can't kind of feel like I'm missing out on stuff. So I wanted to go back and reread them. So I was rebuying mm-hmm. all of them. And then I just got to a point where I was like, um, I, I just, there's so much like they, they turn out these comics so often. And I know it's once a month, but it, they add up and they take time and it just gets to a lot. Um, I I like the idea of it, and if I read it, I know I'm I would like it. Um, but I can't guarantee yeah. it's a it's a it's an instant read for me. Um, it's I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I am a Fed Demptionist for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Tamira Morrison's return and what Robert Rodriguez did with his episode and what the whole series of Mandalorians done. I'm really looking forward to the book of Boba Fett. Love uh, Fennec Shan, Ming Na Wen. Like seeing Jabba's Palace, all that stuff. Uh, this comic here, the between episodes five and six deal, I just feel like uh, they need to hop out of this era and not feel like we need to make stories that don't need to exist just because we can do it. Oh, there's a year gap here. Well, then we're going to make stories now. And this is what happened. Like, I don't care if this is canon. Boba Fett did not lose Han Solo and Carbonite when he went to Jabba's palace. Like, let's not bring Boba Fett back and make him badass and then put out a comic that makes him look uh, unsuccessful again. Like, this this to me, I know it's going to be cool because it's Marvel for one. Charles Soule, uh, he's white hot as far as uh, how people feel about Star Wars authors right now with The Light mm-hmm. of the Jedi and uh, what he did with the comic runs he did. Kylo but, Ren, yeah. 
Yeah, the, on the surface, this, and I'm not, uh, I guess I am trying to be funny, but I'm not trying. This reads like like Weekend at Bernie's or something. When they're like, Andrew McCarthy's like, what did we do at Bernie? Whoa, whoa, whoa. And it's just like, you, you picture like Han and Carbonite like sliding off a ramp and like getting onto a conveyor belt and Mr. Magooing his way around and someone like picks him up and takes him away and Boba's like, where'd I put Han? Where'd he go? You know? And they should just call it Weekend at Boba's or something. But I don't know, like, these these stories are are fine and i know people really eat them up but do people really want to see boba fett and that he lost han solo and like how what percentage of fans are going to read that story and and that's going to be their canon where everyone else is just going to be like yeah he was a badass and he took han solo and brought him to java and java tacked that guy to the wall as his favorite decoration so i i i I hope everyone enjoys it. And I know it's going to be done really well. Like I said, I think it's going to be good. <laughs> it's just like, when do we hit that wall where it's like enough wedging this stuff into the original trilogy time gaps? And what does that do to these characters? Yeah. Lacey, do you have anything to add? Cause I, I want to, I actually want to touch on something again. Um, not really. I don't, I don't think I'm a, big enough Boba Fett fan to comment on his entire character arc and like who he is and how he plays Mm -hmm. out in the comics and books versus TV. My only real interaction with Boba and this came before the Mandalorian was, and this is why John and I used to joke Mandalorian before the Mandalorian came out is because (laughs) in return of the Jedi, what I grew up on, I know Boba Fett as being a chump. Like he shows up, gets hit by like a half blind Han Solo, yells, slaps into the side of the sail barge, goes down and then gets eaten and the Sarlacc pit burps after he eats him. Like that's what I know Boba Fett as. So for Jon Favreau to bring him back and what Robert Rodriguez did with him was epic. I loved every second of it. And I think it was one of the few episodes this season that I watched so many times and specifically that fight sequence over and over Mm -hmm. and over again it was just so badass so i understand what john's saying where you're now having a comic where that same guy who's so detailed driven to the point that he has all this stuff in the armor that tells him whose armor it is he knows what weapons he has and where things are kept in his ship and all this you're telling me that that guy just misplaced this this really important character that's supposed to go to Jabba, who then would then kill him if he lost. Like, it's just really confusing to me. Um, I'm sure it makes sense, but to me, I want to remember Boba Fett as the Mandalorian, like <laughs> like gun slapping stormtroopers. Boba Fett's like, put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. Don't worry about locking it. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like Austin Powers. Aren't we gonna watch them? No, it's fine. Yeah. Just just put him in. Just just close the door lightly. <laughs> um the only the only thing that I was gonna add to that, John, is like when I was listening to like what you were saying about, you know, why they feel like they need to shoehorn these stories in and they're just bringing in Boba Fett, blah blah blah, for these these reasons or another. I don't know is, if this it, person's calling me stupid, by the way. I just want to throw this there. <laughs> Which if you are okay sure i love how this guy is he's bennett and his profile picture is the the worst bad guy in cinema history bennett from arnold schwarzenegger's commando 
<laughs> but if he is calling me stupid like that is that is quite a play and i love it I hey, let, off, let, off some, let off some steam bennett <laughs> um is that the it reminds me a lot of the like hollywood is doing too many remakes and sequels and stuff like that um when the fact of the matter is is that they're putting out so much original content that nobody watches um and it just kind of reminds me star wars does this a lot where they'll make uh they'll make an original comic or they'll write an original book or whatever and fans just gloss over it or, or like some people read it some people find it interesting some people think it expands you know in these regions and that's what you're asking for it this is what you want but it just doesn't get the coverage and then they make a comic about Boba Fett and here it is in Resistance Report, like one of our main stories, because everybody wants to know about it. And it it feels like oftentimes Marvel is just doing it for like the cash grab and stuff. But it's like, well, like, or like why don't they do something where they bring in, all the, you know, these other characters and stuff? Well, it's like, well, they did it. It was called a Bounty Hunters and nobody read it, you know? And then so they're like, all right, well, nobody's reading it or anybody who is reading it is only reading it because Boba Fett makes a couple of appearances. So I guess we'll do the Boba Fett thing. We tried. It didn't work. And so we have to go back to this. And then everybody covers it like, I don't know why they don't just create new characters and do cool stuff with other stuff. And it's like they did. But you apparently don't want to read it because you didn't read yeah. it. You know, yeah. so I feel bad when these situations come up sometimes where it's like, the general fan base is like, I wish that they would just do this. And it's like, they are doing it. You just don't pay attention to it. Like Hollywood needs to make more original film. They do. You're, you didn't go see it. You sure. know, you didn't go sure. support it. Yeah. Um, you, you talked about, and you heard a lot about, and you watched all the YouTube videos on the Terminator sequel, <laughs> which is why you got another Terminator sequel instead of a new movie with a cool creative idea on time travel or whatever, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. That's it. So we have That's a super chat from Christian. Hey, Christian. He said, you ask me, the comics industry is hurting and, and uh, has been. Marvel mm -hmm. wants a safe bet. And what better way than with Boba Fett? Also, happy birthday, Lacey. Thank you. My birthday's tomorrow. But thank you guys yes. so much for being so kind. It's really, it really is awesome. Um, Christian, I agree. Did with forget to yes. add the word stupid at the end, though. I think that's one of the best comments I've ever gotten. <laughs> happy birthday, stupid. <laughs> all right <laughs> thanks um but christian i i totally agree with you that the comic book book industry has been hurting it's been in hurting for a while so when i was working with reed pop on comic conventions those guys were hurting and that was like you know six seven years ago so it's only gotten worse with covid that comic books and comic book stores need more fans they need more yeah. money they need more readers so yeah. i agree they're gonna pick a character that everybody pretty much universally loves um and has a die hard fan base which would be boba fett so that's right. a that's an awesome point um we yeah. also have a super chat from frank hey frank thank you frank he said boba fett accidentally jettisons han solo with the garbage trying to invade the authorities <laughs> that's the comic dude i'll buy it frank <laughs> thanks buddy all right um that's it 
Yeah, a couple of the things before we move out of resistance report. There were other stories we wanted to talk about. We just really don't have the time. Um, Ray Park sharing some never before seen images from his time it's as Maul. Yeah, uh, the only uh, the reason I think this is in here is because it it immediately turned to speculation that something is happening, and it, you know, eagle eye lookers will be like, "Oh, the shirt says Solo," and and it's just just a um, a person who now can share this stuff, and they're kind of spreading out their name, you know, and, and, uh, just kind of waiting for the right time to share new information so that they get, get on a show or a podcast or something and get talked about a little bit. Uh, but that was from solo, but it was cool to see. Um, and we want to see it happen again. Right. Right. John, get your, uh, pick up your make solo to happen pins at teespring.com slash make solo to happen pin only a limited Mm -hmm. supply that we got in advance. Grab yours and spread the word. Cause that's the the goal is to not use this anymore. So let's, Let's make solo two happen. But no, that's cool right. that you did that. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh this is a, a benefit of being live because I can say today we got a new book announcement. Um, so we've had uh the EK Johnson, uh she's done two books before and now she is wrapping up her trilogy with the new Padme book that's coming out called Queen's Hope. And this book is surprisingly uh, coming soon, sooner than a lot of the other books um, by from announcement to release. Uh, this one will be dropping November 2nd. So it's actually like kind of around the corner. So expect to see that uh, later this year. Um, my my mom always said, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. <laughs> unless you want to be asked to write more Star Wars books, then say <laughs> things. Yeah. <laughs> um uh, ek johnson that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> darth vader number 10 uh is out this week and we wanted to talk about it a little bit because it does involve exegol it does involve some crazy stuff that's going on um like i said if you are into the the weird and the wacky uh the comics in this particular situation is really handling it well um and you can go and enjoy the adventures of darth vader as he uncovers some really crazy stuff uh, uh you know on his journey to exegol it, it is really shaping up to be probably one of the more interesting uh vader runs uh that we've seen in the past um and it's cool that it has such a strong connection to the sequel trilogy as well and Alex, really quick, uh, by the way the Alex, mm-hmm. go ahead the padme book wasn't the only book announced today they also announced the secrets of the sith book which is coming out later this yeah year. i thought that was already announced though wasn't it I think they just showed the cover art and stuff and talked about when it was coming out, yeah. which is this summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you want, Alex um, did the review for that Vader comic, that Star Wars News mm-hmm. Net. So if you cool. if you're if you're part of contributing to the decline of the comic industry and you just want to read the spoiler reviews, go to <laughs> StarWarsNewsNet.com. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of very similar to my book discussions where like the what happened in, like if you can't read it but you want Look, to know what's man. going on, go check it out. It's you know, it's on StarWarsNewsNet.com and you can keep up with the comics in a in a loose way. James, like you said, the, you know, the dad life, like trying to find time to do all this stuff, like your videos, mm-hmm. the what happened in books, uh, did, those are key for me to stay connected in what's going on with all that canon stuff, man. Yeah. Well, the last Alphabet Squadron book is very long and I'm worried about it getting it done in time. <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, the very last thing that we want to mention is a new game that was announced for, uh, called Star Wars Hunters, and it's coming to Nintendo <laughs> Switch. Um, there was not a lot of information with this game, but it, it is being produced by Zanga, who's like the Farmville people, and they're just <laughs> known for those like 
those like eat up your money kind of games. Like you just got to build and build and build and work up. We don't know anything about this game. And I know people are um, talking about it, but um, it just kind of, it does seem like one of those games that like, isn't going to be for like a hardcore fan. It's probably going to be for like a casual fan that is like excited to just kind of build their own thing, much like the Sims. Like, I don't think that was for the casual fan. It was for, or uh, like a hardcore fan. I think it was a little bit more for the casual. I just enjoy star Wars. I want to have my place. I want to have this game and, and build up my world and kind of enjoy it in that sense, but it's called hunters. So maybe there's some fighting elements to it and stuff. So it could be cool. Look forward to that. They said later 2021. So that is it guys for the resistance support. Throw up that live banner again and uh, head into our next section. Yeah. So um, right now, if you have a question that you want us to answer uh, on the show, send them in the live chat. Now Um, we'll obviously take priority with the super chats, but if anyone who has a question, you can pop it in and we'll get to as many as we can. Uh, on the show here. Before we do mm-hmm. that, we do want to say a special thank you to our Patreon generals who make live shows like this and all of our programming uh, better, stronger, more frequent. Yes. The Mando Fan Show. Everything we do uh, is is really attributed to our support on patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. Um, so I want to thank our generals over there, Carmelo, Andrew Staley, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, Micah Harrison, Jetta Rosewater, Michael Gaines, Beer Fett Bethany, Russ Harbison, Kendall Gellner, Paul Olson, Jake Houchins, Jeff Connery, Oliver Lewis, Dave Hornack, Frank Grande, and Val Trichkoff. Thank you all so much. And everyone thank who you. is a patron, no matter what yes. officer you are. Um, and if you're interested in just supporting us, it is $2 a month to just get access and that's access to all of our content on there. We do 10 ep- mini episodes mm-hmm. every month. We do a lot of fun stuff over there. Patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. And if you think about doing the tier three level, that's when you get into the resistance base, which is our discord. And that is a party to say the least and a good time, no matter what type of fan you are, you're always welcome in the resistance base, but more importantly, just thank you to everybody who has supported us. And even if you're not, thank you for uh, just listening and, and spreading the word to others who may. So we appreciate that. So yeah, get the questions in now and we'll answer uh, a few as we go here in ask the resistance. Um, Lacey, have any uh, popped in? Yeah. So our first question comes from Dale. Hello, Dale, who asks, will Ben Solo come back? Huh, Lacey, you want to start with that one? Birthday person? Well, I'm wearing a Ben Solo shirt. So is John, actually. Um, I no, love Supreme that- Leader. Oh, well, I saw only the head part. Um, I love Ben Solo, and I was very sad to see him die at the end of The Rise of Skywalker. I think that's my biggest kind of problem with The Rise of Skywalker. I felt like he should have survived, but I understand it's not my story. That's how they wanted it to end. Um, that being said, I don't know. I think he'll come back in another form, like either a book. They've already done a comic, so I think that he might come back in a book or maybe an animated series. <laughs> I don't see Adam Driver coming back to play Ben Solo. Yeah. Maybe a ways from now, but currently right now, probably not. Adam's got a lot of other projects going on that I can't see him being like, yeah, let me just jump back into Star Wars. <laughs> um, that being said, if it was my choice, absolutely, I want him to come back. And I'm sure they could, ex- if he was back for like an episode 10 and they could like somehow explain it because he doesn't show up at the end with Luke and Leia or whatever, I'm all in. I loved that character. Um, but I also 
<laughs> I've given up hope on that character <laughs> returning. Do you have a comment, I, guys? Either of you? I, I you was laughing. For me, I think. I was laughing because you said, I think they're going to bring him back one way or another, maybe in the form of a, and I thought you were going to say force ghost. So I was oh. picturing Daisy sitting there, like looking at his force ghost. And then you said book and he immediately turned into like a book. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she's like holding the book and book. she's like, Ben, <laughs> like rubbing the cover. It would make it like ghost where he like moves a penny on the wall. So she knows oh, that yeah. he's in the room and stuff. No, but uh, yeah, I agree, Lacey. Uh, animated show would be cool because then you can even bring back Mark Hamill to do voice work as an old Luke. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. that, that, that could be interesting um but yeah I, I have a hard time buying adam driver coming back too yeah. i mean i think he's dead he did he moved on he's dead. <laughs> he, he next, did next is subrified danny who asks with john favreau announcing that the mandalorian will lead into the force awakens will we see ray's parents john what do you think will we see ray's parents oh man that is a really good question um i don't think so I don't think, I think they're down with leading up and doing connections that way, but that's a huge overlap that I don't know how important it is. And it may be, may create too much connectivity for mm. John Favreau's liking. Mm -hmm. So I think doing anything that directly connects to Ray, tying it to the Mandalorian isn't the way to go. Um, but that's a really good question that, I mean, who knows? That's uh, James, do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, it, it it sets up pretty well because you do have the characters or you do have the actors who are going to be roughly around the right ages and stuff for this mm -hmm. to, to mm -hmm. take place. That makes sense. But I do think at the core of it, John hits the nail on the hammer there. Is that is that the right term? Hits the hammer on the nail there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that, in fact, it, it, it just feels like it's going to be too close to... Um, like she doesn't have anything to do with the first order or anything going on in the galaxy at that time. Um, so I don't really know. I mean, it, like you, I feel like you'd have to bring in like Ochi and like all this other stuff and I, it probably not. Um, but the timeline is right. Uh, but the timeline is right for a lot of things in star Wars. And if they really, they, they just need to choose what, characters they want to bring in and what they want to do they can't do all of them and if and even though the timeline's right for this it's probably it doesn't seem like something that makes immediate sense is like oh dude that's perfect you know yeah so, mm -hmm. that's my this thought. did make me laugh elliot said somehow ben solo has <laughs> that meme just gets me every time somehow yeah. we have a super <laughs> chat from luke hey what's going on thank How's you it going? uh he the, asks the count, you guys think Pepto. Yeah, Count Pepto. Uh, do you What's guys up, think Ray Park will show up in the Kenobi series? I didn't think so, but those pics on his Instagram. Happy birthday, Lacey. Thank you. Appreciate mm -hmm. it. I, you know, I don't know if he's showing up in Kenobi, but I immediately jumped to Solo just because I believe my heart is there with Maul. Uh... I think that they've already done the Kenobi Maul thing with the animated. So mm -hmm. I don't know, but they could. They could, uh, I don't know. Yeah. James, I think what do you be... think? We'll... Oh, go ahead, John. No, I, I was just going to quickly say, I think it'd be cool, but I don't know. I, I, I have doubts. I don't know. James, what do you think? I think that um, Lacey's right with they've already done it in the Rebels thing, and I think that that 
was something that John, you had talked about a long time ago that that was kind of a missed opportunity. Like, ah, I wish they didn't do the rebels thing because they could have done it. Even though Kobe it was thing. great in rebels. I'm not yeah, saying sure. that. Sure. Yeah. yeah. The other thing here too, is like, we're kind of in an awkward position because I think right now, the main antagonist of Kenobi is supposed to be Vader. And it's like, it almost feels like Maul would be an afterthought or a sidestep or a step down or what. I, I, it's all kind of weird because Vader's like the cream of the crop. I mean, that's these it, ultimately like the big Imagine Vader and Maul thing fighting. with Obi-Wan. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet, actually. That would be, that would be really dude. cool. <laughs> I mean, Vader's like, you killed my first master. Now that you're saying it, that is a possibility in the sense that like when when else are you ever going to get it and you could get it in live action and it wouldn't cross anything with vader knowing that obi-wan's alive or maul knowing that obi-wan's alive they could just cross paths and obi-wan could be standing up there and be like oh my god (laughs) 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 obi-wan's like i'm gonna go distract some crate dragons uh yeah yeah you guys go fight it out (laughs) like they have their back turns and like <laughs> obi-wan sneaks in and like like pushes one like and then runs away yeah. and they like he turns around and he's like you just pushed me and he's like no and then they get into <laughs> yeah like Ace Ventura, he just cost me 25 grand polly yeah <laughs> or like home alone like when he like pitches the girl's butt or whatever and then like <laughs> she turns around and starts hitting him thanks lady <laughs> all right our next question comes from andrew staley hey andrew who asks any new trb merch in the works look there's some ideas just fruition and you know we're you know just so everyone knows we are trying to work on the issues that have been going on with teespring and the, some of the sizes not being available that people asked about mm-hmm. so but james probably has a better answer on this but we are always thinking of stuff right yeah 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 the yeah, the merch situation is always interesting because we're at that point where we don't really we don't have anything that's like set in stone as the the perfect way to do things. Like we were on T Public for a while, we moved over to T Spring for a while. We've tr- we've tried that. We've also considered doing things like where we're actually uh, kind of printing our own merch instead of like a print to order system. Um, that has been kicked around a little bit, where that would maybe severely limit the quantity of shirts or and when they're available but also might up the quality and um just i don't know like the uniqueness of specific merch said you know kind of thing because we could do specific runs of things and get pre-orders for like if you are interested in this like i don't know letterman jacket or whatever you know you can pre-order and we can order as many as people would pre-order that is there are options that we're always considering but at the end of the day we are still a very small podcast and we try to be humble about it and we're just not really sure where we are and we're just kind of playing around with different things but our our new trb merch ideas in the work yes always yes yes around things yeah we have a super chat from david probus what'd you call him proby one kenobi yeah (laughs) Yeah. general graybeard thank you so much we he says work very early in the am it's been great good night folks sweet dreams david thank you thanks for hanging man uh i'm gonna end on this question which is from Michael, which is, can John give me a back baby maybe for NASCAR? For NASCAR? NASCAR a... is back baby, I think, is what he wants. Oh, I see what you're saying. 
So last yeah. last one of the night. Go ahead, John. Okay. Uh, well, NASCAR and TRB is back, baby. Johnny's definitely <laughs> up now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my wife's gonna just kill me. If you guys don't see me on the podcast, next, it's because my wife killed me. Okay, we do have one last super chat from Brian. Thank you so much, Brian, who says, Hey, John, will we get a ba- uh, Babu Frick mini series? Thanks for being live, stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Is James the only one who hasn't been called stupid so far? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, Babu Frick uh, mini series. That seems about it's normal. Gonna, I would actually guys. love that. Like, it's that gonna be called to be Frick, explored. Frick and Friends, it's going to be called, I think. <laughs> I would love that to be explored, like Zori and Babu and that crew. Yeah. That would be a cool show or a book or whatever. Freefall. Yeah. But... They already did it. No one read it. Uh, so, all right. Is that it? That so, is it. That is I, it. I want to I thank everybody for being a part of this. Uh, you know, we are toying with the idea of maybe doing more in the future. We are toying with the idea of bringing back the virtual cantina at some point. We're just really busy, but we are always planning. So we want to thank everyone for being a part of this. And also just the podcast itself, whether you were an audio listener, because this will be on the audio feeds as well. So if you weren't able to tune in live, uh, this is going to be on the audio feeds and, of course, live on YouTube. But subscribe wherever you prefer, whether that's here on the YouTube channel or also Spotify podcast or Apple podcast, Podbean Amazon Music, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. And if we're not, let us know. Go to StarWarsNewsNet.com every day for all of your Star Wars news, reviews, editorials, information, and more. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and writing and editing over at Star Wars News Net. And my movie podcast, uh, just like the movies, me and my best friend Mike, we uh, do a little dip, dip back into nostalgia for all the movies we liked growing up. Uh, so check out Just Like the Movies on uh, all podcast apps and Twitter at Just the Movies. Uh, Lacey. Uh, birthday gal in about an hour. Uh, where can people find you and Kylo Ren? People can find me and Kylo at Lacey Gillerin on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. Thank you so and, much. <laughs> and 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 James Bainey. Yep. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks and currently rushing and trying to cram in the latest Alphabet Squadron book so that I can have a review and everything <laughs> up uh, the day it comes out. It is long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, Lacey, happy birthday tomorrow. And uh, we still have more content. You. You, we still may be on with you when uh, it is your actual birthday because we have more content to make, of course. But uh, yeah. you guys are all off the hook. So we want to thank everyone for stopping by. And we'll see you uh, on Monday morning with another episode right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids. All the pretzels. Bye. <laughs>